Dread it. Run from it. Destiny arrives all the same. Welcome back to 15 Minutes of Marvel, the only podcast that gives you Marvel reviews, news, and rumors in just 15 minutes. I'm your host, Ethan Simi. It is currently 1.02 a.m., and I just got done watching episode 8 of WandaVision. I told you guys I was going to stay up till midnight to watch it this week, and I did not lie. I just want to prove I'm a truth teller. I stayed up till midnight. I watched the episode, and I powered on through, like, the 8 or 10 minutes I had where Disney Plus wouldn't work and was sending me into an all-out, just absolute heart attack. I refreshed just time and time again, and it would not work. And then finally it worked. Episode 8 of WandaVision. Real raw reaction at 1 in the morning coming at you right now. As always, warning, as there are spoilers ahead, I don't want to ruin any of the fun for you. So if you haven't seen the newest episode of WandaVision, go watch it and then come back to the show. Okie dokie. We've got one episode left. Episode 9 is going to be the finale. We just watched episode 8 and I am... Oh man, I'm feeling it. Uh, I'm 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 processing a lot of things right now. I, I jotted down some notes as I was watching the episode, longest episode to date. So, slow clap for that. Very appreciative. Very stoked about it. It's still included a a hearty amount of credits and and credit where credit is due. It takes a lot of people to make this show. So, thank you to everybody listed in the credits that makes this show. Thank you so much. But I still want more WandaVision. It was like probably capped at like 40 minutes, even though it said 47, you know? So I still want more. The opening of the episode, I was loving it. I just, I guess I just can't get enough of Katherine Hahn. I don't know. I get like, I feel like every single episode I get on here, I get on the show and I just tout about how amazing Katherine Hahn is and I'm going to do it again because it just is what it is. And like I said, it's one in the morning. I'm just giving you my, my realistic reaction here. Katherine Hahn is just so lovely in the MCU. She's such a great witch. Like she's such a great witch. And now that we know she's officially Agatha Harkness and we are seeing her storyline play out more, she just gets better and better. So the way that this episode was laid out, I thought was really innovative. I thought it was really unique and really a great way to delve into the background of Wanda and give us all the bits and pieces that we need and that we've been wanting without tearing us away from the actual present day circumstances of what's happening within Westview. Because we see Agatha give, uh, essentially give Wanda this, uh, you know, tour of her past traumas, like the three or four largest traumas in her life to greater understand how she understands magic or how she can control her magic. Because as we learn in this episode that Agatha was a witch at, at the Salem Witch Trials, and she was so powerful that she absorbed other witches' magic, including her own mother's, and then kills the witch and just becomes, like, incredibly more powerful. Uh, super crazy. I wouldn't want to get in the way of Agatha uh, right now. I mean, that's that's the way it's looking for me, so I would, you know, I'd, I'd back up, but... I like the way that we got to go through the events of Wanda's trauma and get more details on that. I love the fact that we now know 
more about her mom and dad in this whole sitcom. I feel like we kind of came full circle on this sitcom situation, and now we know why Wanda, like, reverted back to creating a sitcom. We see that at the very end of the episode, that she is so furious and so full of emotion that she just unleashes and goes wild and creates Westview, essentially, uh, and decides to live in this sitcom that she grew up with. And so I think, I'm pretty sure, every single trauma that we see her in uh, as we progress through the episode, she is watching something of a sitcom that we have already lived. So it kind of comes full circle. And I really like the fact that we are exploring Wanda's past for a mo- for like a true motive. It's not just to know about Wanda's past, which is which is very important and it helps serve the storyline for sure, but it's also because Agatha wants to know how she knows how to use her magic. How does she know how to do these incredibly advanced things including put a hex around an entire city and and not have any formal training? and not go through years of training like Agatha says she underwent just for simple spells. And I think that's part of what is so interesting and fascinating about this episode is that we're kind of getting two sides of the storyline coming together. We have the Agatha side who wants to know the magic aspect and wants it for her own benefit. And then we get Wanda's side where we start to understand her past better. We get more in-depth look at all these traumatic events and why We've been in this sitcom that we are in. I think that understanding the sitcom aspect of it lends more legitimacy to the first two episodes. I was talking with a friend earlier today, uh, and they were not a, fr- a fan of the first two episodes. And, and understandably, they are not the most enjoyable episodes. I'd say they're probably my bottom-ranked episodes out of the series for sure. Uh, and I and I believe most pen- people tend to agree with that. But I do think now that we are where we are with episode eight and understanding why Wanda chose the Dick Van Dyke show to directly create Westview out of initially, I feel like it gives more legitimacy to the first two episodes and it makes sure that, yes, they were necessary. Yes, we needed to understand them. And now we're getting the payoff of that. And now that we've we've come back to that narrative, I think it works very, very well and it kind of makes me want to start start the show over again and just get a nice, full, hearty rewatch in before the season finale. So, yeah, I'm probably going to end up doing that. I feel like this episode had a lot of really good emotional one-liners. I feel like it's I feel like it was a very emotional driven episode, obviously, as as we're learning about all of these new new traumatic details, but I feel like especially when when we get to like more of the modern day situation so post blip when Wanda goes into the sword facility to see see Vision's body and and Hayward actually lets her look at at Vision being dismantled like a like the machine that he technically is 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 heavy i i just feel like it's heavy heavy stuff and then I feel like from then on, the rest of the episode is is quite emotionally bearing, um, especially when we see Wanda create Westview. For me, that was a really intense moment, knowing she's full of so of so many emotions. And the note that Vision wrote on that property deed, uh, like to grow old in, 
with a heart around it. Oh, my, my heart, my heart just overflowed with, with love and joy and sadness. I just feel like it was a lot. It was a big episode in terms of character growth and character emotion development that we finally got a a picture into. Speaking of the sword facility, so the video of Wanda going into the sword facility, I know there were theories out there that it was doctored. So it looks like we've got confirmation that it's not a doctored video. It it's legit and um and it's it's appears to be the actual security tape video of Wanda going to the sword facility, but it's definitely not under the circumstances that I thought it was under. I thought it was more of like she broke in there because she was already so mad and she needed to do that like on her own volition. When in turn, it is because she's so sad and she wants to see and she has like the approval of Hayward and of uh, everybody at the sword facility for her to see. And, and then she has to deal with the fact that she can't feel vision anymore. That, that the one person that she loved and the person that she was, you know, next of kin with is, is gone. And I feel like the scene confirms that Hayward is just a giant ass, just a huge asshole. He just just chalks vision up to being dollars to do three billion dollars worth of vibranium and then calls him the um most like most sophisticated sentient weapon ever made he's like two very different viewpoints from wanda being someone she loves and then hayward being a piece of machinery so you really get a view of how wanda views vision and it and it it's just starting to pull pull at my heartstrings. Uh, so it seems to me that Wanda was um, pushed to Westview by Vision. So by this deed from, from Vision. I don't necessarily know how this deed got in her car. Uh, so I don't know if I missed something in the episode or if this is an, you know, a question that we're looking to get answered. But uh, Or if you know maybe it was set there by someone that had it from Vision or something, but it somehow ends up in this car uh, of Wanda's. And then she drives to Westview. So it looks like Vision pushed her in that direction. Did did he have an idea that she would do something in this manner? Did he have an idea that she wouldn't be able to handle the trauma uh, uh, if he ever did die? Did It seems like this was premeditated, this note, and it seems like he might have already known to have a plan in place and create a safety net for Wanda in case these this chain of events ever did happen. So I I don't know what what do you think of the letter situation? How did the letter get there? Did Vision have this premeditated in case of a situation like this? Uh, what what are your what are your thoughts there? Get at me on Twitter at 15 minutes of Marvel. Uh, and then the, the the very ending. So I want to talk about the very the final line that we get from Agatha Harkness saying this is chaos magic Wanda and that makes you the Scarlet Witch I am freaking hyped we are finally getting the official introduction to Scarlet Witch she is legit she is now known as is going to be known as Scarlet Witch with the chaos magic so I think that I think that Wanda is going to is going to supersede this show. I think she is an incremental part of MCU Phase Four. 
honestly. I, I don't see how we get this kind of a buildup and then all of it ends in WandaVision or all of it ends in Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. It just doesn't seem like enough for me. I think Wanda is a crucial part of Phase 4 moving forward, and I think a lot of storylines, movie-wise and TV show-wise, are going to revolve around her. So, pen it down. I said it here. I think she's an incremental part of the entirety of Phase 4, not just Doctor Strange. And I just feel like there's still so many freaking questions. There's so many questions. Okay, is Monica possessed by Agatha? We didn't see Monica at all this episode. We didn't see uh, Fietro. I love that Agatha calls him Fietro. We didn't see Fietro at all this episode either. So is Monica possessed by Agatha still or new or what? And if so, what's the plan there? What is going to happen? Are we going to see more Monica? Where where are they? Where is Monica and Fietro? Where have they gone? I, I mean, obviously this whole episode kind of happens in this little bubble of Agatha's, you know, little dungeon basement. And, it, and I assume it happens rather quickly in real time. Uh, so they could be on their way over to the house. I just feel like there's no way we get that kind of cliffhanger from episode seven without seeing something more happening in the finale. Where the hell's Dottie? And where the hell is Ralph? Where are they? Okay, where are they? How are all of our questions going to be answered in one episode? How is that going to happen? How are we going to get everything uh, answered in one episode? I don't know how that works. Marvel, what are you doing? Why are you toying with my brain? What are you doing? Why do you... Why do you make me do this? Because it's now 1.16 in the morning on a on a Friday morning, Thursday night, and I'm losing my mind over the newest WandaVision. Oh, you drive me insane, Marvel. How are they going to get answered? Are we going to see an hour-long episode? Are we going to see a 90-minute long episode? I don't know what's going to happen. I think the episode has to be at least an hour. That, that, that that's just I feel like that's just a bare minimum to even start to get answers to things that we are needing. And then that leads me into like kind of the ultimate question that I've been pondering uh, the last couple of days. Will WandaVision ultimately live up to the hype that all of us have created for it? All of us being all of these Marvel fans, everybody that watches the show, everybody on social media, everybody that has conversations, but including the cast, including the stars who have gone on interviews and hyped it up. And we're still looking for that Luke Skywalker level cameo. So that's obviously coming in the finale. Who who could that be? What could that mean? Again, I just feel like we're going to need a lot of time in the last episode to get some of these answers. Um, send me your thoughts on, on any of these questions and any of these answers. Where is Monica? Where's Fietro? Uh, is Agatha still the true big baddie? What's going to happen to the kids now that they're, you know, in, in this little, little roped up situation with Agatha? And... How is everything going to get answered? Do we think that the final episode is going to live up to the hype that we have created? I think it will. I uh, Truthfully, I think it will. And then that post credit scene, it looks like, you know, Director Hayward sending in that uh, true sentient version of Vision. So I'm thinking we get like a 90-minute finale that's just bananas, absolutely bonkers bananas. That's that's what I'm throwing down. That's what I'm hoping. You know, speak it into the universe, speak it into existence. I want it to 
happen. Send me all your thoughts. Send me your theories at 15 Minute Marvel on Twitter and Instagram. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast on any major podcast platform. And please, please leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. It will help this show become more discoverable to other Marvel fans like yourself, meaning more of us get to talk about WandaVision, and that is a wonderful, wonderful thing. I will see you back here next time for an episode on a topic that I have yet to decide. So if you have something you want me to talk about, get at me on Twitter. Let me know what Tuesday's episode should be all about while we wait for the final, final episode of WandaVision next Friday. I am Ethan Simi. I'll see you soon. And remember, always go higher, further, and faster. 